Hello world, it's Brea, and welcome to Hello Brea. I am thrilled to be embarking upon this new journey as an official podcast host. Here I'll be spilling the tea on all of my life's most recent events, pivotal moments, and toughest lessons. These are go-to conversations for women taking the world by storm, women figuring it out, and those who wish to know more about my life, my story, my journey, and how it can also help you with yours. Thank you so much for tagging along, and I cannot wait to see where this journey takes us. Well, hello there. Hi, everyone. It's Brea. I'm back. Remember me? (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. I could not be any more filled with joy. My cup runneth over to be tapped back in. Um, on this podcast, on this platform that is so special to me, welcome back to Hello Brea. It is your host, Brea. And again, it is just the greatest joy and pleasure to be here with you. Um, wow. So one thing that I have to make note of that's so new is this is the first time, this is the first episode on this platform where I will be or have been 29 years old. Whoop, whoop. You guys, I had a birthday. Bray Day 29 happened. It was absolutely incredible. I cannot be, honestly, I would say this is the best birthday yet. And every year it just gets better and better. But this is, this was an amazing birthday. Um, you know, I was able to celebrate my actual birthday, which fell on a Wednesday, right? Yeah. Um, this year in New York City. And the last time I celebrated my birthday in New York City, on the day of my birthday, I was living here as well. Um, but I was 21 turning 22. Can you believe that? And I was interning and I was um, at Ebony Magazine and BCBG at the time. And uh, it's just, it was a very, very much a full circle moment to be here and not no longer interning, but to be, you know, a business owner, to be um, just in a, a totally different space, um, mentally, physically, spiritually, and just a, a totally different, I'm like a woman now. So that's like, you know, that was, that was pretty major for me. And I was able to celebrate. I had a really close, like intimate dinner with my family and, um, a couple friends who are like family here in the city for me. And then I had a bigger celebration um, on a rooftop in Brooklyn, which is where I reside. And it was so special. It was amazing. It was so much fun. And so many of my friends came out, friends from home that live here now, friends that I've met along my journey that live here. It was just so special. And I could not be any more grateful um, to have such amazing people in my life who are always so excited to celebrate me and, you know, who've just seen me grow throughout the years and, or have just really shared some really special times, um, in my life with me. And so why not, you know, celebrate, um, something like a birthday, the, my final year in my twenties is just was so special. And then I was able the next day to, um, I had the, the pleasure of hopping on a flight, 
um, for six hours to go to LA and celebrate on the opposite end of the country um, with some of my friends and just special people in my life. And it was honestly just amazing. It was it was so good. It was so good. So um, thank you if you wished me a happy birthday. Thank you so much. I mean, I got so much love. I'm still responding to people because my life is just so busy and crazy that like I haven't actually had time to like sit down and just respond to every single message. But I love you. If I haven't gotten back to you, know that like I love you. I've seen your love and um it means so, so, so much to me. So thank you for taking the time out to spread a little light and love or sprinkle a little light and love um, on me. But yeah, so 29 years old and I am honestly like in such a transitional phase of my life, physically in some ways, but more so like spiritually and mentally. Um, I am just really walking in and you all have heard me talk about this on um Hello Brea a few times just how I'm really walking into a new chapter of womanhood of my life in general and so many incredible things are happening and I can't wait to share them all with you but um but I I felt compelled to create this episode um because of just the 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 time and the I feel like I have so many friends who are also in transition, you know, who are turning 30, who are starting new jobs, who are moving to new cities and um we all experience at some point a season of waiting um or a season of transition that, you know, also features a, a wait, you know, a holding period or um, before we, you know, actually transition, we find ourselves in, in seasons where we're waiting, you know, we're waiting to hear what's next, you know, from God and, or we're waiting on, um, spiritually, we are experiencing that transition, but physically it hasn't manifested in the physical yet. And so, you know, we're kind of just being prepared, um, which I think the spiritual side of things and the mental side of things, that's the hardest part, right? Um, and so, you know, sometimes we experience things on that level before, again, it manifests in the physical. And I, I feel myself um, in both spaces and really having to um, embrace the weight or I have had to embrace the weight as I transition. And so, um, I first of all want to note that like, whenever we are waiting on on what's next or we're in the midst of transition, we're almost always met with some sort of resistance, you know? Um, and I think there are a couple rules, um, that I want to share a couple rules to waiting, and being in transition. And so the first one is you cannot give in to evil or negativity while you are in your waiting season. Um, Because oftentimes we feel, again, resistance, but we experience negativity um, or we experience 
demons that have been on assignment to to disrupt um, the the purity and the innocence when they are in such a space. You know, if you think of an incubator, you think of like a newborn child, um, they are so vulnerable, right? Um, and you know, you don't want just anybody touching the baby because the baby can easily get sick, right? You don't want certain people or certain things around the baby because you don't want the child to be, um, influenced, right? By, um, certain people, places, or things. And so I think the same goes for us, even as adults, when we are transitioning into a new season in our lives, or when we are in such a space where we are, again, waiting um, on that transition, we're very vulnerable. And so um, the enemy likes to disrupt oftentimes that peace and purity that comes with um, such a, a, a moment or time in our lives. So, um, but you cannot give in to evil or negativity, no matter how hard it comes down on you, or no matter hard or at you, I should say. Um, no, no matter what, you you have to resist the urge um, to give in to it. The second rule. So I have two rules that I wrote down. The second rule was that you, instead of giving into negativity or evil, that you have to stay rooted in the light. You got to stay in the light. And you have to know that in order to be elevated to your next level, right, you have to go through the fire to get there. It'll feel like people are kicking you while you're down, like everything is falling apart, like you're making the wrong decision even. And sometimes even like you're alone. And that's because like God does have you alone, right? Because he's doing a new thing in your life with you specifically. He's dealing with you. And so um, you have to stay in the light and you have to always, like we know the quote by Michelle Obama, when they go low, we go high. You have to stay up. You know, because it's so easy because, again, you're so vulnerable and and God is stripping you of everything that you've known to be true about yourself and about life and about this season. Right. And so you're in a very uncomfortable space. And so oftentimes we feel so compelled to cling on to something that feels like um, comfortable. And so it's so important that we stay in the light and stay in our word or reading things or experiencing things that really um, press on us to stay positive and faithful and um, vibrating higher, right? Um, Because I like to sometimes see it as like a video game, right? Like, you know, when you go to each different level, you have all these new obstacles that you come up against. And in order to go to that next level, you got to go through the the fire. You got to go through the fire, but you got to go through these new challenges, right? These new obstacles. And you can't allow the little, I think of like Pac-Man, like you can't allow the little like annoying, um, the annoying bots to come, you know, and, and, and steer you away from the path that is, you know, clearly made for you 
um, to come one step closer to your ultimate or destiny. And so, um, so again, you have to stay rooted in the light. You gotta, you gotta know that again, in order to be elevated to that next level in the game that we all know is life, um, you're going to be met with some resistance, but you, you, you have to remain true to who, you know, God has called you to be. Um, so those are my two rules. And, and I just, I want to say when you're in a season of waiting, it it can feel, you feel like you're, you don't have stability. And let me tell you, I love stability and I love control. (laughs) I'm a control freak and I'm working on myself. I'm, I'm much better than I used to be, but I do. I love stability and I love control. And as someone who, again, is is very, um, who has experienced a lot of seasons of waiting and a lot of seasons of transitioning, um, I I only know I can only share these rules because again I've I've experienced this quite a few times. Um, but I will share that in my season of waiting, very recently. I had one of the worst days that I've had in years where control seemed to slip right from my fingers. And it was like everything was amazing. And then I blinked and suddenly everything, it seemed like it was just falling apart right before my eyes, literally right in front of my eyes. It was like in in one day's time, everything just flipped Um, and, and I hadn't felt that stunned and frazzled in years, like since, and I've like, I've genuinely been purposeful and intentional about ensuring that my life, like things like that don't happen, that I, you know, have, that I'm stable, that I can, you know, I have control over my life and like can call the shots on things and, you know, that I can take care of myself and just all these things. And so, in that moment I felt or that day, I felt like I had no control over what was happening. And I'm still trying to make sense of what happened that day. Um, however, what I know to be true is that, again, in the midst of transition, you have to trust that life is happening for you. And again, I've said this on the podcast before too, like it's happening for you and not to you. And I know that it's hard. Like that day was probably the one of those days where it was like, I don't want to hear that. But I still, I still found peace in the midst of all of it. I had to try really hard. And I I it it even took me, I was so shocked that I couldn't even like cry or anything because I just was so I couldn't believe that it was happening. Um but in those times, you have to look for God everywhere. And even when you can't locate God, you have to know that the Holy Spirit is indeed working for you, not against you. You have to know that in the midst of chaos, there can still be peace. In the midst of confusion, there can still be clarity. In the midst of spiraling, there is still an anchor to hold on to. And things that may not settle immediately, but if you stay present, embracing every feeling, even the yuckiest, God will provide, 
Okay, God will always provide. And I will, even to this day, like I am still traumatized by that day that I had. Um, However, I know that when we experience days like our worst days, that a few things could be happening. God is either protecting us. God is elevating us behind closed doors. But God is always working. And so, again, we have to trust that, again, life is happening for us and, and not to us. Um, so so that's my little backstory. But um, beyond that, I wanted to share some of the things that I've learned to do and that I had to practice this, you know, in this moment that I, you know, have now shared with you all. Um, but also in other times where, again, I've experienced waiting or being in transition and and being met with resistance, how I wait well instead of allowing what's going on around me to consume me. And the first thing is I document everything. I write about what it is that I'm experiencing and, and how I feel in the moment. And what I love about writing is that it really helps you process the emotions because a lot of times in these types of seasons, you have a million things coming at you at once. And so it's important to write down those things to establish some sense of peace and clarity about what the heck is going on. And it also helps to go back and look at, you know, and it's almost like your your own testimony that you get to see or experience by looking like, dang, I remember, you know, how I was feeling in that time. Because again, you, you wrote it down in detail, but thank God I don't look like what I've been through, right? Um, and, and that's always great to see how far you've come. But I, I definitely recommend documenting everything as much as you can. Um because again, they're in these seasons, it seems like everything is coming at you at once. And so you got to stay organized um, mentally. The, the second thing that I believe we can do while we wait is to be intentional about healing and maturing. Because the fact of the matter is, is that when we wait and, you know, as we prepare for our next chapters or seasons, we are being prepared for blessings that complement an even higher version of ourselves. Some ways that I do that is also writing and, you know, thinking about the woman that I've always wanted to be or the highest version of myself and, and writing out what she's like, what she wears, you know, how she handles, you know, conflict and the types of people she surrounds herself around and, so I think about ways that I can, you know, level up to her, right? And measure up to her and, and and embrace her. Because the truth is, is that if I can see it and if I feel it, that means I'm already that. I already hold that level or version of me within me. It's just thinking about ways to better embrace it. And so um, a lot of times um, we take for granted how imperative it is that we heal from traumatic, you know, situations or brokenness so that we can, in fact, embrace um, these higher vibrational, I guess, thoughts and, um, and character traits 
um, that that already exists within us and we already have the ability to embrace. But, um, you, you know, you got to get the, the old habits, the old things out of the way. So um, one of the other things that we can do is, is be intentional about healing and maturing. The next thing I believe we can and should do is pray and meditate. So prayer and meditation, I consider the same thing. Um, but it is so important to be deep in prayer every day, all day (laughs) and really clearing our minds, right? It's like when you're eating food, you clear your palate to experience what's, what's next. And it's hard to really, um, experience the fullness of the taste of, of, of food that you are consuming, um, when you have, you know, residue, right, from things that you've eaten before. And so I think I see prayer and meditation as the same thing, is that we're clearing our conscience, we're clearing our spirit, um, we're, we're cleansing it so that we can um, start fresh and start new and, and release, right, what's been on our mind and on our conscience all day or, or within the hour um, or whatever we're worried about, we're, we're we're giving it to 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 the spirit of God and allowing God to do with it what he may or will or desires to do for us and and just doing what we can as human beings um in that moment and so again prayer and meditation i think are so important for us to keep our palates clear right um the next thing we can do is embrace the present. And so again, that goes hand in hand with that prayer meditation. Clearing or cleansing our palates allows us to be present because we're not holding on to everything that we have anxiety about or that happened yesterday or that we don't have control over, right? Because again, it's so important that while we wait, that while we are in transition, that we are present for whatever is happening, right? That our emotions, that our circumstances, the people, places, and things that are before us, that we are embracing and we understand fully what's going on. And Because if not, like we miss lessons, we miss the small things, or we miss out on experiences that we actually like need to help us in our next seasons, right? Or lessons that we can learn that are to help us in our next season. Or we, if we're not present, then we don't realize like people, places, and things that we need to give up, right? <laughs> in that season. And so, or as we prepare for our next season. And so, um, again, it's so important for us to embrace the present as we wait. And even though it's like, God, I'm ready for the next thing. You know, the next, the, when you blink, the next thing will be here and, and we'll be wishing that, you know, it were simpler times again. And so, again, I think it's just so important, so, so important to be present for what is happening now. Let's stay right here and embrace what's going on right now. And, you know, this last episode, I, I talked about not being married to the future, not being married to the, the past and just embracing and staying, you know, again, right here, embracing what's in front of you. Um, that is the ultimate, ultimate gateway to peace. No matter what season you're in. 
So the last thing, number five, which is my lucky number, is affirming yourself. In the season of waiting and in transition, you have to affirm yourself and remind yourself, I am, I will, it is, right? Because when we question ourselves, it, it's it's hard for, I mean, God can do anything. Let me just say that. But it messes with your conscience and you're not able to fully embrace or do your job as you enter a new season when we like go in scared. And so it is so important that as we wait, we affirm ourselves that even when it hasn't manifested in the physical, when we feel it, when we see it, we affirm that I am this or this is happening. And so it is. Or I will do this. There's no I hope and I, I, you know, it would, wouldn't it be cool if or it's nice if. No, it's I am. I will. It is. <laughs> so I hope that anyone listening that is experiencing a season of waiting or transition, I hope these rules and, and these tips help you wait well. As you enter new seasons in your life, I'm praying for you. I pray that God blesses you with perfect peace as you wait and and again as you transition to become an even higher version of yourself. And I, I pray that in that season, you do what you exactly have been called to do um, and that you look for God and feel God. Um, within yourself and everything you do. I love you all so much and I will talk to you next episode.